story time with Kat. But first, a disclaimer. Trip on This is a podcast made for mature audiences and is not suitable for young children. Trip on This is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only, and we do not condone the use of illegal substances. And with that, back to story time with Kat. Welcome back, everyone. Story time with Kat. All right, so this next one I'm going to do about my first time doing ayahuasca. It was here in LA. I've only done it once, but it was honestly one of the most transformational experiences of my life and really catapulted me into the place that I'm in now. You know, I've always come from a spiritual background, but it wasn't until my ayahuasca experience that, yeah, I had an actual direct experience with something that felt just, I don't know, greater, you know, this greater intelligence, um, this greater love, this cosmic, I felt like I was in a cosmic hug. And so it was just incredibly powerful and really um, opened up the aperture for me in so many ways and set me on this journey and honestly very much opened up, you know, my psychedelic experiences and led me right here to trip on this. It's not an exact, you know, one to a one-to-one, but from that moment on, I began examining my life and examining, yeah, what, how I wanted to show up in this world and how I wanted to to live my dreams, you know, and I wasn't there. Let me just say, I didn't come out of the ayahuasca experience knowing exactly what I was going to do or what I wanted to do, but I began to ask the question. And I think that's huge, you know, for those that was so lost and didn't know my own path and it was just beautiful. So that's what this is about. I, you know, think of this as like ayahuasca starter pack. It was one night, um, in LA. So for anybody who's new to plant medicine, this is probably a really good episode for you. I recorded it in a way where if I was wanting to know, you know, what goes into an ayahuasca experience, then I cover it basically. Um, the one thing I don't mention in this video that a lot of people have asked me is, did you get nauseous? And the answer is yes. On the second cup, I did throw up, but you know, I knew that that was a high probability going into the ceremony, even though I really did a good job, I think of preparing my body as well as I could at least. Um, but you know, at the end of the day, the purging is, just part of it. And I knew in my heart that it was just releasing things that were no longer in alignment to me. So that's the one little piece that I forgot to add that I wanted to mention here. Um, if you haven't listened to any of my story times with Kat, I record these as IGTV videos first, and then I put them on my YouTube. So if the sound quality sounds a little different, that's why. Other than that, do I have anything else for you? That's it really, except that, you know, I can't wait to have my next ceremony. I'm now starting to feel the call again, but I'm not rushing it. And I think it's just really important for me at least to not rush into things and to really let it come to me um, and just kind of go with the flow as opposed to seeking out, seeking it out or forcing it. So I hope this helps. And with that, story time with Kat. All right, so I am going to make this video about ayahuasca. I have done ayahuasca one time. It was actually really the thing that kind of catapulted me into, oh, 
my psychedelic exploration, but honestly, even beyond that, my exploration into myself and my own spirituality. Um, I've only done it once, so can't say I'm an expert, but what I think I'll do with this video, um, especially for those that just have never, like just want to know more about it, they've never done it. Um, I could just talk about it from kind of my experience, um, what I went through. I'll talk about kind of the preparation, like how did, how did it go down? Like, where did you start? You know, like, I'll make it like if I was the one like looking to do ayahuasca for the first time, like, what would I want to know? So that's what this will be about. Um, so I had, I did ayahuasca back in 2018 and I was never called to it. I, I have to say like at least a couple years before I did it, I've known about it and it just scared me. Like it scared me. I, I, I didn't, I didn't know what I was going to face. Like I'd heard like it could be amazing or it could be fucking terrifying. And I was not ready to be terrified, <laughs> I guess is the best way to say it. Um, but I was at a birthday party in 2018 for a friend and I met his medicine woman who does, um, kind of ayahuasca ceremonies, uh, here in LA. And I was talking to her about it and she was just talking to me about the, the trips and, and, uh, she was talking about like literally being like skyrocketed in outer space on like a comet in unconditional love. Like I'm telling you, I was like, I was listening to her. I'm like, okay, I, I want that. Like, I've never talked about it. Talk about a hard sell. I was like, shit, like that's what I'm looking for right now. Like, and I was, and at this point I really was at this, I guess a real crossroads in my own life. Um, I needed direction. I needed, I was so, um, like, I would always say like, I think I'm, I think I'm happy, but, um, I was like, it would, it was so quick for me to cry. Like I was always on like eggshells. I'm like, what is wrong with me? Like, why, why am I not more joyful? I've got so much to be happy for, you know? And, um, I didn't know. And so I decide like, yeah, I'm going to do this. And I would love to do the version where it's in Costa Rica or Peru, but that's, that, I, that's an, another time I will absolutely do that. But this was more of a, I guess you could say it was like a ayahuasca starter pack because I was like here in LA and I was kind of in the comforts of a home. And, um, so I, the minute I decide I go on this very strict diet and I'm somebody who is very extreme sometimes when like, okay, if I'm going to, um, do something, then I go all in. So there's a diet that you want to uh, be on before any kind of ayahuasca experience, particularly because there are certain foods and also medications like SSRIs, like if you're on for depression, um, that are dangerous like literally dangerous for you on ayahuasca. And so it's very important that you are making sure you're consuming the right kind of foods, at least for a certain amount of time before. I think it's about three days is usually the principle. But me being extreme, I start going on a very strict diet about two and a half weeks before the ayahuasca uh, ceremony. And the reason you I did that is basically, the minute you decide to do it, it's like the ceremony begins. like it's got a, a countdown feeling to it because you're about to embark on something really big. And um, 
I wanted to like the more you put in the more you get out of it right and so that's really what my diet was to it where I wanted to every day was like kind of like a conscious effort for me to go like to not have salt and not have sugar and I had such like raw vegetables I wasn't having um any meat uh just really 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 limited diet with like almost no flavor at all so that my senses were so heightened by the time that it was time for the the ceremony and um all right so I did all that and finally it's the, the day of you're not supposed to eat and we go I get all my pillows and um I brought like a like little crystal and like little things like that I brought flowers for their altar and uh we sat around and we all set our intentions and for me, I just, I just, uh, and I just started feeling it. And um, right before I went under, I, I said, you know, I've always felt like I'm, I'm single, and um, I've always felt this deep sadness for a soul that. Um, I can't find like as if like I'm in love with someone but they've gone away on a ship somewhere and I can't find them anymore and it's very visceral for me like um like not like a esoteric idea or just this general longing like it's like literally I know someone and I can't find them like that was the feeling and it was so strong in my life and it um it was going into this experience especially and I just kind of I didn't want to ask because it's almost like I didn't want to be disappointed. You know, I didn't want to be disappointed, like not getting anything back. I was like, maybe I'll meet this a soul, like some soul that I was connected to, like in this space that I was going to go in. And um, what I encountered in my experience was not a lot of visuals. Um, a lot of people will like meet like their dead grandparents or... Um, you know, like go back into childhood memories. For me, it actually wasn't that. I, it was, it was like a feeling colorful experience for me. I was like held in, um, oh, and I want to mention before I went under, I just this whole experience, I was like, I am ready for this to be as hard as it needs to be in order to heal a part of myself that is obviously not whole like I just wasn't and I and I couldn't pinpoint it you know I've been very fortunate that yeah I've had things that have not been pleasant in my life happen but nothing where I could say like a deep trauma and I'm so I had a lot of question marks about why I was feeling so um yeah unhappy in a lot of a lot of ways and um where was I going with this <laughs> sorry <laughs> I don't want to cut it because, um, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Got there. Um, I just basically told the, 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 the madre, the spirit, the mother that I was ready. I, sur I was surrendering to the experience. I was just surrendering to whatever needed to come up, whatever, if it was hard, I was going to be okay with it being hard. I wasn't going to go on afraid anymore. I was just going to be like, I know I'm going to, I mean, no, I'm going to be fine after like, so let me just surrender. And because I did that, then I was just held in like colors. I felt like I was laying on a pillow of like pink and purple and sparkles. And I was just 
curled up, like feeling like I was on this pillow and around you, I was around 11 other people and you can hear everybody's experience, right? You can hear, I could hear some somebody crying. I could hear somebody speaking in um, their foreign tongue and, you know, different languages that I was hearing because they were from people from, from all over that were there. And at, at this point, I was like listening to the symphony of life. Like this is human emotion. This is these as I was listening to them, I was so connected to them because I'm like, I'm, I'm so familiar with these emotions that I was hearing from others. And um, it was so beautiful and connecting to relate, you know, like to, to feel because at times um, it, I experienced this too, like I got very like sensual, like suddenly I felt I was like actually moaning out loud, like, and so was somebody else, like across the room, like moaning out loud in pleasure. And um, I wasn't touching myself or anything, but just in pleasure, like I was in so much pleasure. And, um, and the part of me that was moaning, there was another part of my mind that was embarrassed that was like totally embarrassed that people were could hear me like but I couldn't stop it like it was wild like I, I couldn't stop this feeling nor did I want to but like the part of the ego side of me was like girl chill and uh then that moved into laughter I started laughing hysterically I didn't know what the hell I was laughing at like I was just laughing and laughing and um Anyway, so I just, I'm filtering through all of these emotions. And so I, eventually we come out of it, it's about four hours, I think that I was really like in it. Um, had a couple different cups uh, through it. And um, I got maybe 5% <laughs> of like my, what I was supposed to learn from that, from the actual experience. And this is where the integration comes in, right? And um the next day I just started weeping, but like not sad, like cathartically crying and crying. Every time I'd eat vegetables too, like I'd, I'd make these big plates of like all of these raw vegetables and I would eat them. And then like five minutes later, it's weird. It would trigger this purging, purging of emotion and um I remember this kid when I was in like I don't know first grade he made fun of he he humiliated me um about myself about something physical about myself and um it was so hurtful at the time it was so it hurt my feelings so much but I didn't know how to deal with it in that young mind of mine like I didn't know how to process that and so as I'm weeping I'm literally like crying like it sounded like somebody died I literally my neighbor was probably like what in the fuck is going on over there and so I um I but I just I couldn't help it and I was just and I felt the memory of it come up and like I had thought about that in I'm 34 I in I don't know like I can't do math like 28 years or whatever however old like however long ago that was and um and those things kept coming up it's like and I was releasing them like I was weeping for moments in my life, mourning for myself in mo in times that I couldn't mourn for me, you know? And, um, sorry, it gets me like emotional like, thinking of it. Um, huh, sorry. Um, but yeah, and that continued for like two weeks of just 
processing pain you know, pain that I had. And um, the next day at the beach, I was just writing, um, I love, and I just wrote you. And that was to myself. And it sounds like an Instagram quote, you know, like you, they just say like, you have to start with you, love yourself first. You have to start with yourself first. And like, that's, you can know it, but until you experience it, it's just mind boggling. Like how, um, profound it feels, not just knowing it, but feeling it. And um, that's all the emotions that I was feeling in the ceremony. I realized I made them. I felt this deep love. I felt sensual. I felt I was laughing. Like I made that me, like nobody gave that to me. And that was so profound, you know? And, um, and so after that, like, I just, realize how much I was able to do you know like I just realized like there's so much going on that I didn't know about and yeah it just catapulted me into shit a lot of fucking mushrooms and a lot of different spiritual books and a lot of different things and now this podcast but I'm sorry this video was a little bit long but I want to kind of give you a flavor of why um, it was so impactful for me and um, definitely want to do it again. Uh, it's just, the inter it's so much, um, it's like kind of all consuming, uh, for, at least for me, because I want to give my all to an experience. So like, it was almost like two months worth of like diet and integration and things like that. And um, yeah, you know, I got a lot of tools and I put them into action. So I just kept going back into a psychedelic experience. I was like, I learned a lot. Like, let me now go put this into practice into my life. And so that's what I did. So um, let me know if you guys have any questions. Uh, I hope this story resonated. And yeah, love you. Love you all. Uh, spread the love. We need it a lot right now. And this, uh, this suddenly got cheesy. Like it was going well until like that, whatever the past like 20 seconds was. But anyway. <laughs>